1: I touched your golden hair tasted your perfume. Your eyes were filled with love the way they used to be. Your gentle hand reached out to
2: comfort me.
0: episode we'll be talking about the electric prunes and sometimes referred to as I had the electric prunes I had too much to dream last night in the room I have Rob Hello. Ben Hello. and Cannon hey the electric prunes is the debut album from the American garage rock band The electric prunes released in February 1967 on reprise records it was produced by David Hassinger and the genre is psychedelic rock garage rock and from the book uh Craig Reese writes The story of the electric prunes is the classic tale of a group plucked from obscurity. A group of friends from Taft High School in Los Angeles were practicing in a garage one day when a passing real estate agent heard them and was inspired to introduce the group to her friend, RCA studio engineer, David Hassinger. Hassinger believed the group had talent but lacked songwriting ability and so brought in professional songwriters Anita Tucker and Nancy Mantis. This pair had originally penned the LP's title track as a slow piano ballad, but the group's interpretation, inspired by a hippie scene of the day, was fuzzed, reverb-soaked, trip into the fantastical. Double-tracked vocals and echoes added to its soaring sound and led the track's release to a single. It reached number 11 on the U.S. charts. This swiftly led to the recording of an album, mostly of uh, Mantis and Tucker material with the Reprise label. The album sold well on both sides of the Atlantic, certainly equaling the sales of contemporaries such as Jefferson Airplane, and so at least at the start, the Prunes were viewed as frontrunners from the beginning West Coast psychedelic scene. Later years, the large number of copies of the album that became cheaply available in secondhand markets in the States led them to become huge influences on garage punk bands of the 1970s, such as the MC5 and the Stooges. All right, what do we think of the Electric Prunes? I agree with that last statement. That last part there. That's why I said it. Yeah, I, I like that because, because Ben agreed with. <laughs> it.
2: He knew.
1: Uh, there, the, I was introduced by the electric Prune to the electric prunes by the uh, the the Nuggets collection. Uh, yep. The mm-hmm. the collection included "Too Much to Dream Last Night" and "Get Me to the World on Time," both tight tracks, both you know just garage rock classics, and it makes sense like if. Like uh, if this really was if they were just playing in their garage and they happened to be heard by a real estate agent who happened to know someone at RCA, you know, and then they get that one that one hook single, like that 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 freak single, but they're not on some small record label. They're on they just happen to be on RCA. So you know, so so they 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 press a ludicrous amount of copies of this record and you know the 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 rest of the record, uh, I've got mixed feelings about which I'm sure we'll go over. And so yeah, fast forward like ten years, all of a sudden like yeah, secondhand stores are choked with copies of this record because it was kind of a flash in the pan thing. Everyone went out and bought it, and yeah, it was it was just in time for people to be discovering it, hearing those few like just heavy, grudgy sounds. Yeah, I like that. I, I think that's cool. The record as a whole, I I, I I'm not that into.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. It 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 has some cool like tremolo. I'm I'm a big fan of like distorted, fuzzed out, and tremolo, and it kind of does some cool things there. But it's so such a mishmash of like different tracks, and it doesn't seem like they have any direction. And the band even I I mean half of it I don't blame on the band though because because they had no control. They didn't have control. It sounds like an issue sort of like the monkeys where. They just pushed them into the the sessions and said, "You're gonna do these songs, and this is how you're gonna do them." I think they only had one uh, track on this album that they actually, Lovin'. yeah, that they wrote, and it's a fine track, but it's it's weird. I I just don't I, don't understand. I,
1: my favorite songs, like like Levin's fine. It's cool. It's not one of my favorite tracks on the record. My favorite tracks on the record are written by that uh, that writing team. Uh, what are their names again, Birch? Tucker and um, Mantis. Tucker and Mantis. Man, that's a
2: that's a heavy duo.
1: My favorite songs on the record are songs that they wrote. Yeah. But my least favorite songs on the record are also songs that they wrote. <laughs> so I don't think that... I, like, I see like, the, I, I, whatever label exec was in charge, I'm sure it's like, oh... This song's cool and this song's cool. We'll have them write nine out of 12 songs and, uh, and you know, fuck this band if they say that they, they want to write some songs. like, we, we've got some songwriters here. I, I, I wish that I could hear what the album would have sounded like if the band had been able to... Because it seems like the band wasn't going to be like, oh, no, we want to only write our own songs. They were fine performing these songs, but I think they just want a little bit of say. Yeah. I think they wanted their album to have a bit of a direction that they were uh, that you know that they were responsible for. You know, it, members of the band even s- say that there's a handful of tracks on this album that they consider filler. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you really can't blame them. I, I, it's kind of like one of those like what what could have been had it been like a nice middle ground of professional songwriters and also this band that knows what they want their direction
3: to be. For me, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to actually break away from, from you two. Uh, I, like, Too Much to Dream, I don't think I would have liked it had it not been as upbeat as it was. I think the lyrical content was, was trite and garbage. But um, honestly, like I, I, I liked the majority of these songs. I, I think that uh, uh, Are You Loving Me More But Enjoying It Less like is probably one yeah. of the better... Tunes I've heard, like you know, out of this whole psychedelic bullshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like seriously, like I, I, I liked, uh, I liked too much dream. I like uh, are you loving me more? Enjoying me a little less. I liked uh, sold to the highest bidder. I liked get time like. Uh, get me to the world on time. I thought that was fucking awesome. Did you um, like the king is in his counting house? I did. <laughs> I did. I actually did. I don't know why, but I was like, I, they 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 had me hooked. I I, I, I even don't even the fake British accent. You know, and, and what do you mean even? Especially, <laughs> I, kind of. My, my my one my one takeaway from this whole thing has been my god. Can you imagine being that fucking like. Uh, the salesman who's just like oh daddy's gotta get a fucking uh, get a sale and like you're the harpsichord guy <laughs> and then like 1965 or so rolls around and all of a sudden your ship has come in cause every one of these fucking records has a goddamn harpsichord on it and oh man old gi- old, old, old gill old Gil. <laughs> just came in for old gill <laughs> no, like I, I I liked more of these songs than I disliked, and I was very surprised uh by that. Yeah. But yeah, specifically though, I think that uh uh Are you loving me more but enjoying it less? I think that's probably the yeah, standout that, track on That, that this was record. kind of a standout track for me too. But is it true you can overdo too much of a good thing?
2: Yeah, I mean that's the standout. I think that the record is fine. Give me Moby Grape any day. Mm. Uh, I, I think maybe oh. I know. It, I know they're not like one to one analogs, but uh, you know. Yeah. Similar, they're both like similar vibe, similar time, similar fruits. St- fruits yeah, th- yeah. that's why. Yeah, I just prefer grapes <laughs> to prunes. They're not I, as.
1: I was the the lone the lone digger of the uh, the Moby Grape. No, I thought I thought they were okay. Okay. Yeah. Well thought they were okay.
2: Well, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. They're mildly better than okay, which okay. I guess speaks to the point that I'm making here that this record's fine. Then you
3: sir, fine. would Maybe you crawl back in time, get on that podcast, yeah. and talk about it. Would you yeah. call them Moby Great? <laughs> mm. uh, yes. No, I, 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 Only I, for the pun yeah. factor. I, I honestly think that this is... Uh, actually, well... Hmm, I just feel hmm. like it's such a... It's like... They just like... Uh, I'll say this much Train for Tomorrow almost ruined this entire record for uh, me completely Tunerville Trolley you mean? <laughs> well, that, that, that's the end of it and I turned it off before it was over that, that fucking sucks but Train for Tomorrow was offensive <laughs> offensive that's an
1: offensive song. Is there uh, a flubbed piano solo even in, in Tunerville Trolley? Probably, they, I
3: think
0: they screw it up on he, purpose. Like, they hate the song. I think it's pretty obvious. Like, he's hamming up the vocals, right?
1: What else can you do? Oh, yeah. It's the Tunerville Trolley.
0: It's... It, if you, t- <laughs> you... I can't take it seriously. I don't know, though. <laughs> I fucking mean, fucking Tunerville <laughs> Trolley, man. If someone brought me that song and, and was like, okay... We're gonna put this on your album. I think I would just have been like, "Nah, nah I'm we're out good. of here." Well,
1: they, they very well may have said that, and then the guy's like, "Oh, but they but still what, sing but, it. But, but what you mean is yes, though, uh, because yeah. I have your signature right here, and
0: that means yes. Yeah. What uh, know what, I, what you're signing, kids?
1: What, what are you I signing? Like, so there's there's like a, a little like raggy, timey piano solo near the end of Tunerville Trolley, and and he plays it. Uh, he plays it well through like the first three quarters, and then he just like flubs a bar, and then picks it back up and finishes the rest. And I, I picture at the end like the engineer like on the microphone like, hey, "Do you want to take another take of that?" And he's like, "Nah,
0: <laughs> it's good, it's fine, it's fine. Next." <laughs> I did. I did get kind of the sense. Uh, the I had too much to dream last night. Is I got the. uh a little bit of the vibe of a uh, painted it black It has a bit I could of here that the, the, like, the <laughs> echo echoey <laughs> drums. Yeah, yeah. With a discordant sort of like echoey uh, reverb and things going on there. So,
1: I, I totally hear that. Yeah. So I kind of,
0: I kind of dug where they were going and it's going to get a whole lot different when we get, you know, much later into, what am I trying to say? Like a black, black, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, and... um, Oh, it's like when we're in our 40s? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that whole... We're gonna be doing this for so long. That whole, like, Velvet Underground, that transition into... um, The White uh, Stripes? Jesus Jesus and and Mary Mary Chain. That's a drum? That that turns into... Yes. Oh. That drum machine, dude. Are you fucking kidding me
2: Yeah, them and uh Sisters of Mercy, they're all about the drum machine. Although uh, I
0: think Sisters of Mercy's drum machine had a name. So. But yeah, Jesus and Mary Chain, that echoey like uh, pulsing kind of rhythms. It's okay. cool. Yeah. It's cool stuff. So I I applaud them for kind of having this like cool garage sound, but the album is just like not for me at all. I just don't like it.
3: Okay, well, uh, th- have you made a list of the songs that you disliked versus a song that you, that you liked? At, uh, I, I haven't.
1: I don't think he liked Tunerville Trolley. Uh, no, well,
3: none of us like Tunerville Trolley and we all hated <laughs> train for tomorrow.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> In daddy's day he
0: walked to school and lived his life by the golden roof and chopped down timber for his view in Daddy's day. His shoes were made by Buster Brown. He'd
2: hide and roll his knickers down. The world was square, it
0: wasn't wrapped
2: In Daddy's Day. He'd
0: ride t- oh, you train probably for tomorrow? It's probably about three three songs that I would say really? I like ah. as opposed to the others.
3: Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm what about si- the mandolin work on uh, "Sell to the Highest Bidder"? Fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here's the thing: if that's what you have to go to to
3: justify whether a record's good, <laughs> I it, it it kept me enraptured with the track.
2: I, I get it, but if it's if we're talking about the whole record, like, yeah. how about the mandolin part on the one song? No,
1: yeah. I wrote on uh, under. Uh, but you're right; it is good. Don't be wrong. Try me on for size. I wrote cool xylophone, I guess.
3: <laughs> uh. I wrote yes please. <laughs> this is a fucking yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Some highest bitter is a fucking old yeah. cold banger.
0: <laughs> it is and it's a, it's a good one. That's the thing. It's, it's, hey. it's, I, feel, oh. I kind of feel like deceived too by the nuggets collection. Mm-hmm. Because I <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, you only gave me the good stuff. And I thought I liked these bands better than I actually <laughs> like these bands. Oh, no, no, that is absolutely <laughs> so true. So I go in and I, and I like, oh, man, this is so good, all these bands. Yeah, I like the Electric Prunes, and I'll go listen to the album. I'm like, oh, man. When, when I got that Nuggets
1: collection, I was like 19, and it there was, there wasn't downloading or streaming. Yeah. But I, I, I would hear bands, like I'd hear Electric Prunes, or uh, there's another one, uh, The Music Machine. And, and there's a handful of them. I just like, I would go on like eBay... And like buy these like, you know, import CDs, uh, like Japanese import CDs, and be like, yeah, those two songs that Nuggets picked out for me are really cool, and then the rest of it just kind of sounds like a, a, bench team for the Doors.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, but I guess you know that's just, Nuggets is doing their job. Yeah. No, they did they, a good job. They, they truly
0: d- were Nuggets. They did a, <laughs> such a good job that we. <laughs> We we thought we liked the the other songs. All right, how do we feel ultimately about this uh, album? I'm positive. I, I,
3: I think this uh, I think this record is way cooler than I expected it to be. <laughs> I'm gonna go negative. Uh,
1: I and, and you know what? And I don't blame the band. I think that the song selection really sank it for me. I. I uh, I think this. I think that this album would have been a killer seven-inch and a pretty good LP, uh, EP, and I, I just think it's kind of a weak album.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this record a five point six. What's that mean? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a neutral. It's a it's a it's, it's a fine record. Sounds neutral. I, I like <laughs> it's it's more than neutral. I like it. Don't love it. There are some there are some bangers, but it's not a banger as
3: a whole yeah, there, there's some bangers and baloney <laughs> very much so but I think there's more bangers than baloney some killer also there's pl- plenty of
0: bangers plenty of mash yeah I'm negative on it I think I just I just decided it just it just doesn't appeal to me there's a a couple to quote Rob Ross there's a a couple of good songs does not mean it's a good album <laughs> 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 and there are a couple of good songs on here but it's just It's not a great album, and I definitely do not feel like it deserves to be in this book. Like, I would never say, you must hear this album. Like, I would never do that. I I don't even think I would recommend it to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'd recommend Nuggets. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. I would recommend you know
2: one song, yeah. maybe two songs. but I guess the question is, why is it in the book? Is it in the book because you have to hear it, or is it in the book because it's good? I think it sold well. You maybe. Know, you know? It sold well, but then it also, like, it, the book itself says, it, yeah, it, before it, the Stooges
1: were even a
0: band, everyone's buying this album secondhand because everyone got rid of it. Yeah. That's what killed me, is the book actually says, like, it hap- it's happenstance, and it's not a very good band. They're, they're actually, you know, the reviewer, so it's not actually the editor of the book, but the the reviewer they picked is kind of down on the album already, so it, it's a strange choice to me. It it's,
2: just, it feels like a very good example of a commercial grab at Psychedelic Music yeah. when that train was starting to roll in. Yeah. Like...
3: We're going to see a lot of that come the 90s. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for this episode.
3: What's going on with the next episode,
0: Birch? Next episode, we'll be talking about Loretta Lynn, Don't Come Home a drinkin'. Oh, cool. With Levin Uh, on your mind. Be (gasps) still my beating heart. That
2: is not meant ironically. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Thanks,
3: bud.
0: She ain't hard
1: to
2: recognize dollar signs are in her eyes diamond buckles on her little shoes my full heart is feeling sad to know that one she could be
0: had if i had the price to pay her dues sold 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 to the highest bidder sold sold, sold to the golden glitter going